Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. We developed a brand new tool for you, the Entree Architect community. It's called the Entree Architect Profit Calculator, and it's completely free. Just download six simple steps, and within minutes, you'll determine how much net profit your firm earned in 2018. Download the Entree Architect Profit Calculator now for free at entrearchitect.com slash profit calculator. My name is Mark R. LePage, and you are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, where I speak with inspiring, passionate people week after week who share their knowledge and expertise, all to help you build a better business as a small firm entrepreneur architect. This is episode 255, and this week on the show, Finding Clients on YouTube with landscape architect Jake Krokowski. This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our platform sponsors. FreshBooks, the cloud-based accounting software that makes running your small firm easy, fast, and secure. Spend less time on accounting and more time doing the work that you love. And RCAT, the online resource delivering quality building material information, CAD details, BIM, specification, and so much more. Find what you need fast at RCAT.com. Jake Krakowski, welcome to Entree Architect Podcast. It's great to be here. I've been a, a loyal listener for about two years now, so I'm happy to be on the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm, I've been listening and watching, actually watching you. I'm not going to, let's, let's get into that a little bit. So let me just tell, tell people who you are. Uh, Jake Krakowski is a licensed landscape architect based in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, he's the sole proprietor as JWK Design. Uh, and I have a confession. 
I have I about I don't know probably about eight years maybe ten years ago I I did a uh, full media blackout I stopped watching the news I stopped listening to the radio I stopped reading newspapers full media blackout I don't anything that I can't control I don't watch it anymore I don't let it enter my head unless it sort of happens it happens so TV went away I stopped watching TV um, and uh, but. I, it's been re- replaced by YouTube. That's my conf- my confession. <laughs> I, 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 I stopped watching TV. I actually canceled my cable, but I discovered YouTube, and I'm just as addicted to YouTube as I was with TV. But the good thing about YouTube is that I can control what goes into my head, which That's is true. what I what I love about it. So I don't I don't have that issue with uh, with the rest of it. Um, and I discovered Jake while uh, searching for interesting content. You know, I'm, I, I drop my iPad on my lap every night and I, I have the channels that I follow and I do a little search every day to see what else is out there. And Jake's YouTube channel popped up. Yes, Jake is a YouTuber. So what is a YouTuber? We're going to get into that. Some of you may not know what a YouTuber is. Some of it just intuitively may know what a YouTuber is, but there's a specific title out there. It's called YouTuber. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about video in general for architects. But before we get into that, I want to know more about Jake. I want Jake to go back to your origin story, Jake. Tell us where you discovered architecture and design and landscape architecture and what inspired you to do that and give us the journey from that point to where you find yourself today. All right. Well, I'm going to have to add YouTuber to my business card because that's I haven't actually called myself one yet. You didn't even realize that. Yeah. Well, right, that's... right. Though I am on the platform. Yeah, no doubt a, a title. That is a – that's – people – that's what people do for profession. There are people out there who just do YouTube. That's very true. Um, and, and quite a lot, actually. So we, we can get all the way back in the origin story to, to Legos at age two and, and art classes in school and private throughout and then running my own kind of small landscaping business in high school. And it was only junior year of high school that I realized you could mix art and landscaping. Uh, there you <laughs> through, go. Uh, through a friend of the family, who was another licensed landscape architect, um, and almost immediately fell in love with that with that profession. Uh, chose to go to Cornell University in the the mid '90s uh, to pursue that degree, and then uh, after that, re- you know, returned back to northern New Jersey and was was doing work for a, a small firm uh, that between or flow evident flowed between four and five people. Primarily single-family residential is where I started my my design career. And you were were you doing architecture there or landscape architecture? Landscape architecture. It was yep. it was strictly a, a landscape architecture firm. Um, spent some time about seven years out in San Diego, where project scale kind of grew and grew, and and then found a love for hotel and resort design. And the weather was that, much better. Weather was much better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Jersey a, boy too. I know what it's like to live right. here. <laughs> It was not a bad place to be in your twenties for sure. So, yeah. um, uh, so worked for a couple, a couple of great firms out there, but always knew I was going to come back to the, the East Coast, um, and did so in in '07, joining the resorts team of EDAW, which was quickly gobbled up by AECOM, or was maybe in the process of being gobbled up when I when I joined. Um, so was was doing large resort international resort work with them. And getting more and more into construction detailing, construction management, really. Um, and when the bottom dropped out in 08, 
luckily ACOM had quite a few con uh, public works contracts, the area of the World Trade Center being the most notable, and I had the absolute privilege to to work on that for a number of years, a lot of full-time field work as well. So let me kind of, I feel, rounded out a design career um, in having that, that hands-on experience. So um, fast forward a few years, we, my wife and I decided to make the move down to Greenville, South Carolina, um, to slow things down a little bit, and that's been great. And then in 2015, after having a few off and on freelance clients that so I was working full-time in construction management, um, really missed the design side of things and was able to, to jump out on my own with, with a few larger clients that I, that I had and suddenly realized how many hats I needed to wear <laughs> to, uh, to run a small firm. The, you were an the entrepreneur architect. The, the marketer being, being quite a large, large part of it. Um, and I'm, I'm in my, just into my fourth year of business here. Um, and I'd say it's about 20, 18 to 24 months ago. Um, I got on the, I got on the YouTube kick as well. I'm probably 80, 20, maybe not a hundred to zero as you are, but as far as consumption goes, um, uh, but found very quickly a, a few contractors, uh, that had solid channels, Matt Reisinger being, yeah. being one of them. Down Matt's going to be on the show soon. We have him scheduled. Fantastic. Um, I followed, I followed him for a while. Um, and at some point mid or the late 2017 found Eric Reinhold 30 by 40 design group. And that just blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, Eric does a great job. Eric's a great friend, a great friend of the show has been on the podcast several times. Uh, and, and probably the best video channel period. You know, I think he does a great job. Right. Um, and, it, and you know, it, it looks like you went to USC film school as opposed yeah. to architecture school. Very so, inspiring. I could see how uh, that would inspire you. That, that, that was definitely a turning point to realize that you could tell your story as a designer much more strongly having, having the, the video behind it. Um, you know, from the, from the start of, uh, of JWK design, I was quickly on house.com and, and trying to learn web design and, and put the, the few pictures I had of my own work. Um, but you know, it's, it's so much more of a, a static medium and in a lot of cases, you know, you, you could, you could probably say for the vast majority of Americans, if not those in the world, when they see these high end work, their first thought could be, I can't afford it or I can't afford to have it designed properly. Um, but what I'm continuing to work through in video is there's so many facets to, to each of us, whether it's professional or, um, you know, in, in personal hobbies, personal development that, that you can, that you can tell and really communicate to potential clients. Um, and video, I think is just the, the best way to do it. Yeah. And I think the trend is moving in that direction too. I mean, yes. a, year, a couple of years ago, it was all about blogs and writing articles and, and that's what people were consuming. That's what Google was pushing. Um, and the last few years, it's all about video and audio. And, uh, and so, YouTube is is a is a huge channel. It's the second largest search engine in the world after Google. Um, owned by the first, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, owned by Google, right? And so it's uh, it's it's a huge opportunity to get noticed and to get your message out there. Yes, and where I, I follow and and I appreciate you know channels such as um, there's 
how-to architect. There's 30 by 40, which is a little, excuse, a little more towards aspiring and practicing architects. Other than, you know, like home and garden and, or house and garden and this old house, there are, there's a huge gap of channels that are customer or client focused um, on how do you work with an architect? How do you go, how do you work through the design process? There's, there's so much of a story that, that, that I think could be told better to, to explain the value. And that's not just landscape architects, that's architects on your end, that's interior design as well. Yeah. Um, there's a big, I, I, I see a big void on how we can better explain what we do and communicate our value. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, that's that's a big piece of um, what what architects and landscape architects need to do is to is to tell our story, um, because there is there are stories out there. HGTV and 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 the DIY channel they're telling a story, whether we like it or not, about who we are, and so that's what's identifying us. That's our label, and that's not who we are. Um, and the only way we're going to do that is to tell our own story, whether it's in writing or through social media or through a YouTube channel and creating our own videos and our own content to describe what we do and how we do it. And, and, um, and you're right, Jake, I think there's, there's, I don't, I, I don't know of any other than the ones you've dis- described, uh, and none of them are specifically focused toward the client, your, your channel, you're doing this to sort of educate the client about who landscape architects and architects are. And I, and I think that you sort of have, from what I've seen, been pretty agnostic about landscape architecture and architecture. It's more about, you know, hiring an architect and a design, you know, designer. Um, but let, I want you to sort of talk about your channel and, and what it is, how, what's the intent of it, um, and, and how you're sort of, uh, what are your goals? What are your goals for the channel? Certainly. So, and, and just to, to give to give context and yeah. maybe finish that that origin story. I'm oh sorry. I mean no, not at all. Um, I'm in month. I guess this is technically month month three now. Um, just released my eighth video this morning, um, so I'm very early in the process. Um, started November of last year, but the the intent of the of the channel is, is just that it's it's purely educational. Um, that's not to say that that other Ideas won't creep in. I I have thoughts of potentially a second channel far down the line. I don't have the, the time. <laughs> there's there's simply not enough hours in the day. I also have two boys under the age of three, so it's a, it's Hands a little hectic. Yes, <laughs> but do you have a do you have a is your studio based in your house? Yes. Yeah. So that's a, that's another level. I mean, many of the listeners we are all do, I'm doing the same thing. We're all sort of integrating our lives with our firms and our families. And so we can, we can all uh, associate and recognize uh, what you're going through with that. Yes, certainly. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it lean at this point. So my, my office is my, is my supply closet is my recording studio. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, as far as the, you know, the, the first few, videos that, that have been released. It's how I tried to approach it was, was to think of an initial series that would give a, an overview of, of working, working through a process with, with a designer. That's from how and where you find them, um, industry websites, Google search, sites like House. Um, walking through that, I do screen captures of, of what those sites look like and what, what you need to, to click to find these people. And then 
getting into how you vet in an interview and then future videos will be going through the actual design process. You know, when you when you present a proposal, when you talk through, you know, concept SD, DD, CD, and you see the client glaze over, there's a there's a much better job that I think we can do of really explaining what those are as opposed to just a bullet point list of, of deliverables. So um, I've got those in the works. Um, so have you little, have you put together a content calendar? Sort of, this is what I'm going to record and when. I do. I've actually mapped out the whole of of the coming year. I've got fifty. I've got fifty videos planned. Um, spent, and, and you release them weekly. Yes, that that is the goal. I took a little break over the holidays here, and that that may come up at the end of of this year as well. But um, so still finding my footing. It hasn't necessarily been every Thursday. Or every Friday, only because you know life yeah. comes up, and if the video has to go out on a Saturday morning, well, it does. But um, I am planning to stay consistent weekly, um, and that that makes a big difference to get into the technical side of things. That makes a big difference with the YouTube algorithm, which I say you shouldn't stress over too much, but consistency uh, definitely matters. And it's it, it only helps in in the search results when when uh, folks potential clients are looking for information about architecture and design. So so you you're going you have fifty videos scheduled. How how long are they typically? When they're, when they're uh, I'm published? shooting for anywhere from four to to six minutes. So pretty pretty short, but if it takes a long time to get to that four to six minutes, right? How, how long does it take to record the content that that's edited down to four to six minutes uh, and published? How how much time are you dedicating per video? So uh, obviously only on only in my uh, in my first handful of videos here. So it's certainly taken a lot longer to learn. I learned editing with with the first video. Um, what software are you using for the editing? Uh, I jumped into Final Cut Pro. I've done a few. You jumped right well, into the big, big pond. <laughs> I did, but you know, it's it's really not that much different than iMovie. There's yeah. there's a few more nice to have features, um, and it it is a there's a cost associated with it. But if you can if you can learn iMovie, you can you can learn Final Cut. Yeah, um, and that's a, that's a, an Apple software. The I guess the Adobe version would be Premiere. Correct. Yeah, my my whole business and. My life is is in the Apple ecosystem, so it only made sense to to stick with it. But yeah, yep. um, they're very comparable. There, there's a range of of free, actually free editing software out there in addition to iMovie um, that I haven't necessarily explored. But but there are many options out there uh, for those who are really trying to keep costs down. Um, that the what's the term? The level of entry, I guess I'm trying to say, is it's it's very low. The bar of entry is very low for, for video. You can the the, uh, the cameras on certainly on on the latest phones. Again, I'm on the iPhone, um, but I think starting with iPhone six, I mean, you could shoot 4K video if you wanted to. Um, yeah. And you don't necessarily need 4K. Not at all. In fact, I would suggest just just stick with 1080. There's no reason to yeah. go to to 4k yeah unless you're getting into cinematic video you know it's an unnecessary amount of bandwidth right right and you know the thing that there's there's probably a million stats out there but there are probably more people watch 
what, certainly watching on, on iPads and even phones than, than sitting at a desktop um, doing this doing this kind of research or just perusing YouTube in general. So they're, they're watching at 1080 or even 720. Um, so you don't need to go overboard and have terabytes upon terabytes yeah. of storage in, in the back of your office. Yeah. And so, so, so what's the timing sort of if you, if you, to, to do one episode, how long has it taken you to do that? Yes. I should probably answer the question. Um, <laughs> so the, the first few, um, mainly due to nerves, I would, I probably spent, an hour to two just just filming of stopping and starting yeah, and stuttering. Yeah. It's hard to do. It is hard to do. I'm I'm gonna release some sort of blooper reel at some point because it, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, and I, I think it's I think it would be, be telling to, you know, pr- pretty much any video you watch out there, there's they all have, have bloopers. They just yeah. it's part of the part of the deal. Um, and anywhere from I'd say I've got it down to to one to two hours to edit. Obviously, the first few took took quite a bit longer. Yeah. Um, but I I have a process in place now, so I know where I'm going to get my graphics. I know where I'm going to know where I'm pulling my music from. So, um, so it's so all the first so the first few episodes were like three or four or five hours. As you're getting better at it, it's coming down to maybe two hours at this point. What's your goal as you sort of once you sort of know the software, have the process in place, how what do you expect it to be? Um, I I don't see it taking less than two hours. Actually, actually the, the first few actually took closer to eight or ten, mm-hmm. um, just okay. the first couple. Let's take a quick break to say thank you to our platform sponsors here at Entree Architect, FreshBooks, and Arcat. Do you remember when you started your small firm? It was no small feat. It took a lot of late nights, a lot of early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. We wear so many hats as small firms, so why not make things a little bit easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners like us. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you way more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts Create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. I love that feature. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part, FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. Join the 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it for free for 30 days. Free for 30 days. No catch, no credit card required. Visit EntreeArchitect.com slash FreshBooks. Hey, and don't forget to enter EntreeArchitect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. It's what so many of us small firm architects dread. Editing down a manufacturer specification. It's what so many of us small firm architects dread, editing down that manufacturer's specifications. We don't have time for that. You're staring down a 54-page specification and you only want one product and all its attributes. There is a better way. And it's not throwing the entire specification into your project documents. It's RCAT. It's RCAT's Spec Wizard. Spec Wizard is a unique tool that allows you to specify a product in minutes, not hours, minutes. 
by turning a specification into a simple-to-use website. Just select the products and options you want to specify and generate a three-part CSI specification in multiple formats. You can use whatever format you need. Best of all, like everything at RCAT, it's free and it requires no registration. Visit entrearchitect.com slash RCAT. That's A-R-C-A-T, entrearchitect.com slash RCAT. Pop that right in that URL. Pop that into your favorites so you get it, you know, an easy link whenever you need it. And then try the better way of specifying products. Spec Wizard by RCAT.com. FreshBooks and RCAT. Please visit our platform sponsors today and thank them for supporting you, the Entree Architect community. This is not just take your iPhone and talk into it, push a button and it's on YouTube. It's a lot of time to, to record it because I want to get into that too. I want to talk about the nerves and the fear of starting this thing. Um, but but I, I'm, I, I would answer that with it, it depends. Um, if you're getting into, you know, you can go, and I'm not sure if they're uh, members, you know, subscriber requirements on utilizing YouTube Live, but Facebook Live, you can just get on the phone and be at your job site and and talk through it. Same that's for Instagram true, right? Stories, yeah. yeah, and and that's a live video. And um, YouTube Live is live. You could, I think, everybody can use YouTube Live now. I think it's fully released, so you can click okay. a button and and record a live video, and it's done. But, I, it's, I but it's not, live and no edited. Right, right. So I have not jumped into that in any live video yet. That's a to- totally different thing. <laughs> that's a totally different thing. Yeah. As is the conversation of, and I think it's due to the nature of our profession, the the amount of polish that, that these videos should have. Um, I'd say a, a, a good number, if not the majority of customers out there m- might want to see their designer just just being real, talking into the phone as if they were on a Skype call or a Zoom call with with that designer. Um, so there's there's yeah. a, there's a give and take. I, I'm definitely guilty of rehashing graphics and <laughs> matching up beat, you know music beats to 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 coincide with with different changes in the video. So and you can get as as drilled into the minutia as you want. So and it's a, it's a creative process. I mean, it's something that yes. you, it's, it's not just documenting, you're actually creating something. And so you want it to be the best it could be, you know, with, with the audio and the video working together that, you know, when there's an edit and the music changes and that's all, that doesn't just happen. That's something that no. is designed into the process. And so, um, you can, you can take it as far as you want. You know, I'm sure the edit, the, the videos that, that Eric is producing over at 30 by 40, have got to take a tremendous amount of time to 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 record and edit. Um, I actually haven't talked to him about that. Maybe we should have him on and talk about that. Maybe the three of us should get on and talk about that. Oh, um, absolutely. I, I I would I would suspect he's into days. Yeah. Usually. <laughs> with the yeah. Uh, with the with the number of setups that he has going, most of my videos to date have been talking heads, um, which is it's a great way to get started. And there's that that. You know, eye-to-eye connection with, with potential clients getting the and i'm starting to mix in b-roll and a lot of the a lot of the time that's just still images where you do the if you're familiar with the ken burns effect where you put yeah. a little motion to the picture um as opposed to going out and shooting full video b-roll which is something i'm planning to get into this year um just haven't haven't done so yet but um 
Yes, there's, so, there's a whole level that you can explore there. So what what I I think the biggest piece, and it's a big piece of of me not doing it yet. I I haven't mentioned it on the on the the call here or yet, but you know I and I've talked about it in the past. I I want to start a channel for Entree Architect. Um, I've I have a personal channel that I play with. I throw things up there every once in a while, um, but I haven't committed to it because I want it to be right. You know, I wanted to to I I want to have the time to do it the way. I want it done, um, and but there's a balance there. And so, um, I have two questions for you: Sh- Should architects? How much should architects be worried about that? About you know whether should should they just jump in the pool and start swimming, or should they you know make sure that they have the capacity to sort of build something? And how does fear work into that? Because that's a piece of what I, it's stopping me from it too. Is that you know there's always fear in everything that's new and and you know, you're going to put it out there for the entire world to see it's, there's a level of fear. And so what about that idea of starting? Um, well, I would, I will say that that's somewhere between that in that 18 to 24 mark, a month mark where I, where I began to, to watch a few different YouTubers um, that I, I made the decision that I was going to do it. But I would say definitely get a plan in place. You don't you don't want to do one video and then yeah. then go away for four months and then oh I have an idea. You know if if you're gonna to spend the time on it, I, I would suggest putting together even if it's a small series. Um, whether it's documenting your design process, whether it's an office tour, whether you want to get into highlighting some of your staff members if you have a staff, or or even just to tell your, your origin story and in different parts. Um, I put a plan together of, and I I don't have a set number, but I would, I would plan out a few, a certain number of videos so that you're, you're working towards a goal like that, um, as opposed to just turning on the camera and, and saying, Hey, this is what I'm working on today. And then, and then you're not, you're not online for, for three months. Um, it's a much more, powerful connection and i'm not even talking about the the youtube algorithm but as far as a connection for someone that finds you especially if they're local to you and could be a potential client or a potential collaborator another architect or designer um to have that consistency is is something that that should absolutely be part of your plan yeah so i heard two things there and the first one you jumped through real quick was commitment you you decided i'm going to do this and and that was a that was a big hurdle to get past. And then the second thing was plan it out. Yes. Before you start. So I decided I was going to do it and then continue to research for another twelve months. <laughs> well, that's how Entree Architect started. He <laughs> planned it for two years. And, and then bought a camera setup. The camera setups sat in that closet for four months before I pushed record. Um and to get into the fear, it it was absolutely fear. It was Fear of I I don't I haven't learned enough um, I don't have enough videos planned out. Um, in actuality, if if you can plan out four videos, if you can do four weeks, and even if it's every other week, um, that might even be the schedule that, that Eric's on is about every other week with the level of production that, that he has going on there, and and that's fine. You could do once a month. There's a lot of full time YouTube creators not in the architecture and design space that release one video a month and. Yeah to hundreds of thousands of subscribers and granted it's a little it, 
it's probably a little more pop culture oriented, but they're making a living doing that, which is yeah crazy. You wouldn't have yeah. said that 10 years ago. So. The important thing is consistency, right? That you're going, if you're going to do it daily, you're going to do it weekly, you're going to do it bi-weekly, you're going to do it monthly, that that's what you do. You have it on your schedule, you plan it out, it becomes part of your workflow. And every month on this date, you release a video. Yes, because it, it truly is part of my marketing plan. Um, if you're sending out a, an email or hard copy newsletter every month or every week, uh, if you're advertising in local publications every month, if you're uh, fortunate enough to be on a, on a regular podcast or local news programs, something to that effect, um, there's, there's consistency built in there into the other areas of, of your marketing plan. So, uh, that's truly how I'm approaching this is it is, it is part of marketing. It's, it's a, it's built into monthly costs. Um, so it's mostly time. It's more time than cost for me now, although that's another piece we can talk into and you get into either bringing in freelancers or outsourcing. Uh, that's a whole other ball game that will really allow you to ramp up production, but you have to balance that against, you know, the amount of client work then that, that you can pick up to cover those costs. So, yeah. So, so how, how does it fit into your marketing plan? What, what is it, is it your only marketing? And, um, if not, what else are you doing and how are you planning to use YouTube videos to get jobs? That's a great question. Um, so the parts of my current marketing plan are a monthly newsletter to local contractors and, uh, other designers, a few select designers that I'm looking to work with and, and maintain relationships with. Um, I do pay for pro plus placement on house.com. That's actually been the bulk of my referrals, um, as opposed to word of mouth referrals. But what I'm finding in just eight short videos on, on YouTube, um, I am creating those YouTube videos, uploading those, and the same day I'm running a snippet of those on my Facebook business page, um, mentioning them in my Instagram story with the, the link in my bio to go to that video. So it's all driving uh, traffic back to the YouTube channel. All driving traffic back to YouTube. And I am starting to experiment I'm a couple weeks in to then taking those Facebook snippets and running those as paid ads. So that's another paid placement as opposed to going into a, a printed publication or in, in your newspaper. Or so local paid, paid like ads on Facebook. Yes. So you post them on your, on your business page on Facebook as, or, as organic con content. And then Correct. you, boost them or you, you place, you create ads that are built around those same videos to push it out to beyond the people who are subscribed to your, to your page. Yes. So I'm, I'm not using the boost feature that tends to focus more just on who's, who happens to be online, who happens to be holding their phone right? Yeah. and you click boost. I'm getting very targeted with, with how I'm utilizing Facebook ads. Um, and I've only got it down or I have it down to just a couple of dollars a day. Um, which in the grand scheme of things, when you compare that to what you pay for a quarter page or a half page in a yeah. printed publication, it's pennies on the dollar. Yeah. And, you know, so each week those videos are being pushed as, as sponsored ads and I'm, you know, I'm getting four figure views 
not necessarily engagement or, or folks watching the whole yeah, video. But you, but you have eyeballs on them. Eyeballs on my logo, even if they're scrolling. Yep. JWK Design logo is is appearing. So. And you've just brand. started, and so you want to sort of build the brand and the recognition of what you do and how you do it, and eventually you'll be known as the landscape guy who does those YouTube channel videos, and he knows what he wants to do and how he wants to do it, and I want to work with him. I like him. Yes, and through what I would say is that the power of video, those potential clients, they they sort of know you. Kind of like when I just jumped on here, I I felt like I knew you because I've been, I've been hearing your voice for months and months now. So. Right. It's the same effect. Yeah, it 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 is powerful. It um it the um so what I heard you, the, with the marketing plan, it's it's a it's a newsletter that stays consistent. So you're sort of pushing it out there, and the YouTube channel and the video is that is that also on that newsletter? Uh, it is it, it being referenced. Been, well, it's it, it's a hard copy newsletter at this point. Um, oh, so it's paper. It's paper. What's uh, that? And, What's paper? I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> paper. Yeah, and I remember paper. It, it, it's a it's a very small group that, yep. that gets to receive that. I, I did forget to mention um that the the minute the minute that the YouTube video goes live, um my email list gets gets an email and it's not just the YouTube it it's featured featuring the YouTube video and there's a direct link, there's the thumbnail. You can watch it right in the email yep. if your email is set up to you know show HTML. Um, and then some other, you know, I have another, a couple other segments that I, that I feature and just in my weekly email. So it's, if it's a weekly email as well. Right. So you have a weekly email, you have a weekly paper newsletter that gets mailed out weekly. You said the newsletter? Monthly. Monthly monthly newsletter, um, YouTube, both on your YouTube page and paid, you were starting to go paid, um, and YouTube. So it's, 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 it sounds like you're the hub of it's going to be YouTube eventually. And then everything else is going to be supporting moving traffic and eyeballs and an audience to build an audience for that YouTube channel and get more people to, to get into the habit of watching Jay Krakowski on YouTube. That's right. Yeah. You could, you could call it, you could call it hub and spoke. And that actually, uh, I, I didn't come up with that. I've seen that term in a yep. few places, but it was, we really drilled it in actually someone you had on the podcast. Um, I've been working with Ashley Garland as business coach. So that's, yeah, Ashley's coming back. Actually, I'm recording another, maybe soon today or the next few days. She's coming back to record another one. She's going to be on in the next couple of weeks. Fantastic. Yeah. So that's that, that hub and spoke approach with the YouTube video, uh, being the, being the center of it. Now, you know, furthermore, and I, I haven't done this, um, but it's something that you might consider going forward is have the video be the the center and you're able to extract the audio and that be, that in itself becomes a podcast. Right. Potentially if you, you know, if you script it the right way um, and you can add in, you can add in different uh, say talking points. If you wanted to overlay those, you, you've got your, your sponsorships that you overlay in, into that too, that you wouldn't necessarily have, or you might have in the YouTube video. I don't, I don't know, but um so you're able to pull video snippets. You're able to pull the audio. You're able to pull stills from it potentially uh, to work work through Instagram and Facebook. So there's there's a whole lot that you can you can do once you've got this this main piece of content. Yeah, that's a good idea. And actually, you and I were talking about we, we're recording the video of this 
in, interview. And so this is going to be chopped up on Jake's end and re repurposed. And so that's I'm, inspiring me to, <laughs> you know, maybe I should, I have video of almost every interview I've done, uh, but you know, I've never released the video part of it. It's always been just to have the conversation. Um, but there's a, there's a missed opportunity there for us. Yes. I, I think you should put that out as a question in, in your Facebook group on what w- would folks like to see past episodes, but have the video. Yeah, I'll do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I could put eggs. That's true. The content's already there. I got 250. This is 255 episodes mm-hmm. that could be a repurposed as video. Well, not all of them were, were video recorded, but over right. 200 of them certainly were that's, recorded. It's getting towards a year's worth of content. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you got me going. It's all, it's all about the time. I, you know, I need to build a bigger team. Yes, it is. It, it's, it, it is a time commitment. Um, I've been, I was up late last night finishing off the edit for, for this morning's video. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It, but it's all, you know, it's, it's, it's replacing other things. And so that's your marketing time, you know, so whether you're out there going to networking events and shaking hands or, or, you know, going out to coffee with people or, or working for referrals, instead of that, you're editing videos and getting, you know, getting the eyeballs on the videos, building an audience over there, building a family around your channel. So when those people, want an architect or a landscape architect, they go to you first because they're the guy you know. Absolutely. And actually that that reminds me of something I thought of this morning before we recorded here was that um, what, whether it's Google or, or YouTube, when, when potential clients or, or folks just in the research phase are, are searching for either local architects or just design ideas, you know, the, the, that's where their eyeballs are. So um, Google and YouTube, it's, it's really the world's largest networking event. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. you know, and, and what do you do when you, when you go to a normal quote unquote networking event is you go up to one person and you shake their hand and, and you introduce yourself. And the only way you can really look someone in the eye in the online space is, is through video. So, you know, I approach, I approach each video as if I'm talking to one person, my, I'm, yeah. as if I'm talking to my ideal client. And they don't totally know what I do and, and my process. So, um, yeah, that's exactly that's, how how it comes off. So you're succeeding with that. When you when I when I watch them, that's exactly. I feel like you're talking right to me. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So so I this has really been interesting. I I think there are a lot of people out there who have the idea that they want to do video, do more video. I love the idea of sort of um, small victories. People have heard me talk about small victories in the past. Break it down to, okay, let's just do four. Just commit to four of them. Make them really short. Make them simple and, and do it. Maybe start with live. The live is even more, you know, sort of mind-bending in terms of fear. And so... A, the, a little bit. Um, the, I, I do want to touch on that, that fear point again um, and, and thinking about a good way to start. You know, if you go back into uh, looking down here at a couple of channels that, that I follow... Um, and one is the mod man, the other is how to architect. There's a good number of, of their videos. There's there's no face. It's just it's either an over an overhead camera shot of um, actually the how to architect. His first video was how to letter. It's yeah, just no exactly. shot of him lettering. Yeah, Doug Doug Pat. He's he's Doug Pat. Thank you. Yeah, Doug Pat's been on the show. Uh, he's a longtime friend, uh, and he's been doing it longer than any of us. He's been on on YouTube and for a long time. I, 
I looked it up this morning in 10 years. 10 years, so. yeah. Yeah. So it's he's been on from the beginning. Well, not immediately from the beginning, but really early. Uh, and yeah. he's been very consistent. He's just chugging along, built, and he just loves doing what he's doing. And so that's a great, and that's true. There's a lot of it is there's no, you know, no camera at all. It's just uh, talking over graphics. Right, right. So if if hand graphics are something you love, if SketchUp or Revit is something you love, if yeah. collecting and reading through and potentially reviewing um, books, something you love, it can be. It, you don't have to feature the work and the process yeah. of your firm. You can feature the facet of the profession that you love most. Yeah, if you love to sketch, I guarantee you, if you started a YouTube channel that that recorded your hand sketching, mm-hmm. and you were you sketched, and every week you published a video of you sketching, you would build an audience, a big one. Oh, absolutely. And I no mean, words, nothing. Just just put some music over you sketching, and you, right. would, you would you would have an if you did that consistently every week, you'd have a hundred thousand people following you in the next couple of years. Absolutely. Um, I'm just looking because I wrote a few things down. You know, the mod man is a hundred thousand subs. Mod, mod, what is that? Mod man. The mod man. The M O D M I N. Mod min. Okay. Um, I don't know that. So the channel. There's another channel. Show it better. One hundred twenty thousand subscribers. How to architect. One hundred eighty thousand. Um, and it's primary. A lot of those videos, if not all those videos, for some of the channels, it's simply drawing. Um, so there's a, there's a huge reach there. Now, are they necessarily potential design clients? Probably not. But that's right. That's brand, true. But it's brand recognition. Yeah, you you huge. will get the audience, and people will know your brand. Doing something like that sketching doesn't give you what you're doing. You know, face to face contact with somebody where you're building a trust level there while while doing that. Uh, but certainly, if you wanted to start doing video and you wanted an easy way in. That, and you're great at sketching. Take your you know, take your iPhone and record your hand sketching and post it. Absolutely. And, and start. Absolutely. And then from that, you'll gain some following, some confidence, some courage, and maybe you, you know, lift the camera up one day and start talking into it. Right. Right. And that's not to say that that you have to be all one or the yeah, other. Yeah. Exactly. You can, you can sketch for the rest of your those, life. Those sketching videos. Absolutely. Yeah. Very very interesting. This has been fantastic. Uh, before we wrap up here, Jake, I want to ask you the question that I ask everybody. Uh, what is one thing that a small firm architect can do today to build a better business for tomorrow? Uh, very simply, start small. Um, I don't. I know only a handful of Entree Architects fellow listeners, um, but I know for myself, I'm I'm an office of one in a home office, and I think a lot of a lot of the other listeners here started the same way or are currently in, in the same position. And, um, you know, you're, you're making small moves to make your firm better. So whether that's just recording things on your phone or whether that's recording you doing a time lapse of, of you working out a concept uh, and you posting that onto your, to your Facebook page as a start, you know, there are just small moves that you can do to, to build your, your online video presence and, you know, be consistent in that, and it's it's going to be pretty amazing a few years down the line when you can look back and, and see what you've built. Yeah, that's awesome. So on the web, if you want to go check out uh, Jake's website, it's jwk.design. There's no .com there. It's jwk.design, and that'll take you to his his website. And he's all over social media. He's on House, as he mentioned, House, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, 
All of those links will be in our show notes, and they're also on the header at jwk.design. And the last thing before we wrap up here, Jake, you had mentioned that you uh, have a questionnaire for architects who want to launch a YouTube channel. Um, you want to talk about that a little bit? What is that that questionnaire, and how can people help you out with that? Absolutely. So if you go to jwk.design slash entrearchitect, um, I am looking to gather information not only for, for future YouTube videos, but potentially for other uh, educational content and how I can help fellow firm owners incorporate video into their, their marketing uh, strategy. Um, so it's a, it's a small series of questions and actually do have a special challenge at the end. I won't mention it here, but you got you got to go to the site to find out. All right. So it's, it's jwk.design slash entree architect. And uh, it'll fill out the questionnaire. If you're interested in starting a YouTube channel and Jake is considering putting together something that will help you do that, this is a great opportunity for you to go do that because then he will be able to contact you when he puts something like that together, if he puts something like that together. Um, I'm assuming this is probably part of that is, is, you know, if you don't get anybody responding, why bother? Uh, But if you get a thousand people responding, then, you know, maybe you want to put together something that could help those people. Uh, get started. Right. So, right. I think, and, and and you know, I I will say it's it's not strictly a YouTube channel. Also, video for Facebook, video, right? Incorporating uh, Instagram Stories and actually LinkedIn. If you're in the B two B, aka commercial and industrial sectors, LinkedIn is is an amazing platform where yeah. you can incorporate video as well. Very true. If it's B two B, LinkedIn is where to be. It's really the the it's better than YouTube at this point. LinkedIn is huge for for B two B. It is. So I'm continuing to do research on that. I'm my client work is is strictly residential, but um, I do want to have that that knowledge base to be able to share with folks as well. Yeah. So if you want to help Jake with that questionnaire, it's jwk.design slash entree architect. Go do that. I'm asking you to go do that. So go do that. jwk.design slash entree architect. Jake, this has been really interesting. This has uh, been inspiring for me because uh, this is something that I've been thinking about for a long time. And I'm a fan of, of YouTube. I'm a fan of yours. I'm looking forward to the future of your YouTube channel to watch how it grows and, and how it evolves. And so thanks for being here. And thanks for sharing your knowledge here at Entree Architect Podcast. I appreciate the opportunity. And I'm expecting to see an Entree Architect YouTube channel this year. <laughs> well, it, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's coming in the future. It's You've got not a few in, months. It, it's not in the it's not in the the plan right now, but you never know. You never know. If things go as planned, we'll have multiple YouTube channels. There you go. <laughs> so Start let's, small. Let's let's uh, <laughs> let's keep our fingers crossed that we can uh, hit some of the goals that we have planned for 2019. So, Jake, thanks for the inspiration and the motivation. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. So now you know. <laughs> That's what I say to my kids. Whenever we listen to any podcasts that are informative, at the end of the podcast, I turn around to my kids and say, well, now you know. <laughs> so now you know. Now if, you, if you're interested in how to put together a YouTube channel and whether it's worth it, now you know. If you want to share this episode with a friend, this is episode 255. You can share the link, entrearchitect.com slash episode 255. And I would appreciate it if you would. I do. That's how we're growing. That's how this platform is growing. That's how Entree Architect is spreading through the world for small firm architects because of you spreading this podcast 
episode by episode. So share this one on tryarchitect.com slash episode 255. Make it a habit. Every week, listen and then pop it to a friend that may have not heard of us so we can keep growing year after year after year. And we're going to make this profession a new profession. We're going to change this profession with the individual independent architects. You're going to rise up with thriving businesses. We're going to take over this profession and change the world one architect at a time. Are you with me? Okay, let's start small. Let's start with the link, entrearchitect.com slash episode 255. We'll take baby steps. So just share that episode and we'll take over the world later. Until then, download the free profit calculator at entrearchitect.com slash profit calculator. And then let us know what you think about it. Because if you like what we're doing, we'll build more. So go download the Entree Architect Profit Calculator right now for free at entrearchitect.com slash profit calculator. My name is Mark Arlapage and I am an entrepreneur architect. And so are you if you're listening to this. I encourage you to go build a better business so you can be a better architect to love, learn, and share what you know. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders, Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that, (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long-term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my One that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. 
Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.